And there's a strike out of Trout. So Christian Bergman. Got him chasing. going on everybody thanks for tuning in to episode three of the christian bergman show i am joined today by my guest jeff yazetta in uh, the flesh this time in the flesh this time first uh, two were things, in california yeah a couple things have changed uh since we first started um first of all let's cover that i mean talk a little bit about your last three four weeks uh Pulled up the stakes and moved to Arizona. It's been a big change. Uh, I've lived in Glendale, California pretty much my entire life. And Christian, how long have you lived out here now? Ten years? Off and on. Eight, nine? Yeah. Well, Permanently five years. Yeah. You've been out here for a while and have been trying to get me to move out here for the longest time. And you finally found a job for me. So <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's true. I, I had been trying to uh, get you to move out here for a while. However, I had nothing to offer except my company. So a oh, great company, uh, but now we formed a company. So there you go. So um, purpose today is, you know, just want to take some time, kind of cover this weekend. Um, it was a very busy weekend for us, uh, for both of us, and kind of started off with um, going out to Ryan's Mastermind event. And you've been to one before right one it was uh end of june i believe yeah so yeah. you were at the the last quarter and um you know i've i i think talked to you a little bit about it before just what i was doing and in his group and you were obviously present for uh my journey into house flipping and how that went we won't cover that as much today but um that's a whole other podcast yeah for sure <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just kind of let's go over, you know, what we did this weekend. And um, I also kind of want to cover uh, a couple things that I learned, couple, maybe a couple things that you learned. Um, and yeah, so, you know, Thursday we flew out first thing in the morning uh, to Vegas. And um, Ryan had kind of like a VIP uh, sort of thing going on in the morning. And there were attendees there, and then obviously the all-star group that I'm a part of. And, you know, first of all, it's just kind of crazy to see how much it's grown over the last, I mean, literally year and a half. I, I was actually one of the OGs, and I wasn't one of the ones who was actually meeting in his living room. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, nonetheless, like, I remember the first mastermind I went to, there were like 20 people there. No kidding. And... Now you see, I mean, you saw the first day. Um, those were people who paid just to be there that weekend. So pretty incredible, um, just the amount of growth uh, in that. And it really shows you like what's possible. Sure. Um, what were your impressions of the, of the first day? Um, well, the first day, uh, the VIP reception was, was really interesting to see. I mean, he took very candid Q&A uh, with the group and there were a lot of new faces in there um, and he's just he's a very honest and, and direct uh, guy and it's um, you know his baseball career you know didn't go as long uh, as yours and he realized he had to figure out how to provide for for him and his family and um, 
you know, hearing his couch flipping story was, you know, pretty interesting. I know he, you know, he's kind of tired of talking about that because it always comes sure. up, but it, it is kind of fascinating. It's, he had that entrepreneurial mindset from the beginning where it was like, hey, no matter what, I'm going to find a way to make money. I'm going to find a way to be successful. Ultimately, that led to flipping houses and the variety of other businesses that, that, he, is, uh, that he has started. Um, it, it's really incredible just to see how, you know, this little spark can turn into, you know, a, a much larger fire. Yeah, and, and he will be the first to admit, I actually we're on a call today, he's like, I had no idea that this is what it would turn into. Hmm. Um, it literally started with uh, people like Zasha, sure. Brian Davila, mm -hmm. um, some of the people that you're getting pretty well acquainted with now. And I mean, that's how it started. They literally met in his living room just to like, they're like, hey, want to start a mastermind? Sure. <laughs> and it sure. was kind of a mastermind, but you know, it was people that just mm -hmm. wanted to learn from each other. So yeah. um, one of the, we'll get into this later, but one of the things that I learned from him just in general is you start with like just trying to provide value to people. And if you do that well, mm -hmm. all the other stuff will fall into place. Sure. Um, so uh, Thursday then, so one of the more fun parts of Thursday was of course going out with all the the all-stars and stuff that night. And, you know, Ryan did a great job of setting that all up. We had a couple hours uh, mm -hmm. to ourselves at one of the local bars there. And it's just an opportunity to like hang out with people that mm -hmm. you, you know, see on a Zoom call every week. Uh, but there's, um, we also had a multifamily meetup uh, right before that. And that was for uh, something I just kind of put together last minute. And we just uh, invited any of the people who've been on the weekly multifamily calls with me just to kind of meet up and, you know, hang out, talk, talk deals, talk mm -hmm. about stuff that we're going through, um, you know, all kinds of things. Um, so really a, um, just a great way to, uh, to meet up with people and just exchange ideas and just put a face to like a screen face, you know, because the more you interact with people um, in person, you know, the better I think the relationship gets. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the people that were in, um, you know, the mastermind event and then, you know, the networking event to follow, it's, um, you know, they're from all over the country. So that's the only way you can see them weekly is, is over Zoom. It's, it's great to put a, a face with a name and, you know, actually get to know them a little bit better and, you know, maybe talk about things that aren't necessarily business related, find out, you know, they have a family, like what are your hobbies, you know, what makes you tick, like, why are you doing this? Um, like, what is it that you're ultimately pursuing? Um, you know, the end goal for most, it seems, is financial freedom so they can just, you know, then take that free time and pursue whatever it is they want to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always blows me away how different, like, the backgrounds are. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got people who weren't born in this country who literally started with mm -hmm. zero, and all of them have one thing in common, and that's uh, persistence um, and just faith that, that they're going to, accomplish their goals sure and sure. Yeah, there's there's always something you can learn from anybody in the group no matter yeah. what their experience level just they have a different perspective and you can learn something from everybody and that's really the power of these events i think um yeah and i experienced that earlier this year with the first one uh, that i joined you on uh it's there's just a, a much different way of thinking it's it's not so much you know that you cannot overcome obstacles it's okay I need to figure out how to navigate around this or that, and I need to figure out how to get to my objective. Because if you don't do that, then you're, you're stuck. 
Um, right. And you know, as we've you know launched this company and gotten that off the ground, there's any number of obstacles that we encounter on a daily basis, and that's not the end of the road. It's like, okay, well, we've got to you know figure this out. That's what you do. You know, right. you have. I mean, how many people were there over the weekend? Two hundred, two fifty. Yeah. It seemed like it doubled in size from the previous <laughs> one a, right. a few months ago. But you have a bunch of doers in the in the same room, and it's. Um, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the, the most time with. Uh, if you put yourself in a room with 200 people who are, have like a can-do mindset, things are going to happen. I mean, right. Ryan even said it. He's like, look at all the people around you. You will do a deal. You will find a deal this weekend Absolutely. If, if you put it out there. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that, that was uh, Thursday, Friday. We actually had to fly back to L.A. Um, I was humbly honored with being inducted into my high school's Hall of Fame. So that was pretty cool to be able to see people there. But, um, it's a nice way to cap a phenomenal career. Yeah. Um, it's still a little, you know, not not weird like in a bad sense, mm -hmm. but um, I remember literally going to St. Francis High School as a visiting, like before I was sure. actually enrolled there. And it was like, th this is a big deal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't know, who would have thought that, that this day would come? But, um, <laughs> you know, again, we got to see Coach Solar. And yep. you and I know, know Coach Solar very well. And, um, you know, I always tell people that even though I played in the big leagues, uh, you know, played professionally for 10 years, a lot of my best memories are from high school. And mm -hmm. the principles that I learned from him I apply to everything else I do. Mm -hmm. And honestly, to kind of bring it full circle, I see a lot of these principles in the people that we uh, interact with regularly in Absolutely. Ryan's group. They're, they're principles of success. They're not for sports. Mm -hmm. They're not for business. They're not for just one thing. Yeah. They apply to everything. Absolutely. Yeah, when we were playing ball together in high school, I had a moment of clarity. It was when he wrote on the whiteboard, passion, enthusiasm, and intensity. It's like, yeah, you've got to apply those things when you're on, on the field trying to win a game, but it's like this is a life lesson or a, a series of life lessons uh, that are to be applied in, in everything that you do. Uh, if you don't do that, uh, then you know maybe a lackluster, mediocre life is, is what you have, and if, if that's what you're okay with, that's fine. But uh, for people who want more, it's like you've really got to give everything you have. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then uh, Saturday... You, uh, you stayed behind for a wedding, so you got to have fun. Got to have some fun at a wedding. <laughs> cut up a dance floor. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, my wife and I flew back to, uh, to Vegas mm -hmm. for, so that is three flights in three days. <laughs> uh, and we actually, we flew JetSuite X, uh, which was cool. Sure. Um, and got to, it was actually a little unsettling how little security there was, like, going forward or going through the... Uh, through the thing, but you know, I think well worth the money to avoid the lines and check-in sure. process and stuff. So definitely recommend it. Um, don't have to go through TSA. Yeah, I've still got to work on <laughs> on the TSA pre-check. Uh, it's become a running joke now that you know you're through the line and you know a moment's notice I'm hung up there. You know, getting getting you know. And you know what this means, of course. I can't get pre-checked. You can never get pre-checked because no. then we don't have a joke. Although there was that time in Utah where I actually beat you through pre-check and you were looking for me and it, I was yeah. already, yeah. It does you know, happen occasionally. Every once in a while you thread the needle. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I've, I've heard a lot of um, good reviews about JetSuite X, just as far as the convenience goes. I mean, it seems like you're treated with a modicum of dignity <laughs> that you don't get, you know, when flying, uh, you know, with the uh, legacy carriers. But uh, yeah, I mean, that seemed like a really exciting yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it was cool. So then we, uh, I'm sure you'll see videos of it at some point, but uh, went back to the event, which was uh, really the main part of mm -hmm. uh, the mastermind. So we had a series of, of speakers um, just talk, go up and talk about, you know, what they do and kind of pass something on to the people in attendance. Um, and, you know, it, uh, I the presentations that were that we had were you know more into the house flipping side sure. um, but you know I'm sure a lot of people got a lot of really good stuff out of it um, there was a, the Boakley brothers who mm -hmm. do uh, they flip exclusively off the MLS and they do mostly They're luxury luxury right yeah. yeah so pretty cool to hear how they operate um, Zasha was talking about what she does in Hawaii mm -hmm. um, so a lot of cool stuff um, so let's talk a little bit about like you were obviously there the first day, but I'm sure you had some conversations with some people. Maybe you picked something up. One thing I picked up just from being there wasn't necessarily from Ryan or a presentation or anything like that. I couldn't believe how much feedback I got on, on the social media that I've been doing mm -hmm. and you've been helping with as well. I mean, you don't even realize when you're doing it how many people you're actually inspiring. I had people coming up to me saying, hey, I've been watching your, your social media. Mm -hmm. It's really inspiring me to do, to look more into multifamily or to think a little bit bigger or, yeah. well, you know, whatever happened to hit them. So, you know, I almost feel like I have the responsibility to <laughs> continue <laughs> doing it. Um, so that, that was one thing I picked up from there. And it, it kind of motivates me to, to continue doing it because you don't necessarily see a return on your mm -hmm. time right away. Um, you're thinking, oh, nobody's watching. People are watching. People are watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing, it kind of dovetails with what you just said, um, is, you know, we'd been talking about social media for a while, and it's like, at the end of the day, you've got to jump into whatever it is you're doing and actually do it. You've right. got to get active in whatever that space is. Um, and you saw the, you know, quote-unquote returns. It's like people coming up to you saying, hey, like, this has just, you know, expanded my uh, field of thought and what I can consider as being possible for me it's a year ago I would not have pulled up the stakes and moved to Arizona right right yeah. you know we know that you've been trying to get me out here for years and I've been very hesitant you know to leave Glendale which you know was was a great city and, and you know there's a lot of opportunity there but ultimately it wasn't you know the right fit for me and an opportunity like this just I, I couldn't find anything like it um, so you know, having been out here for gosh, it's been a little over a month. I think um, it's it's been really uh, a, an enormous shift in in my own mindset. It's just you've got to get out of the little fishbowl that you're in. You've got to go try something completely different. You have to believe in yourself. And at the end of the day, you just need to do it. Just right. do the damn thing. Yeah. Um, related to that, I, I talked to a couple of people that were attendees at the event and you could hear exactly what you mm -hmm. were, like basically where you were a year ago, yeah. you could hear that and what you were and what they were saying. Sure. And exactly what you said, like eventually you have to just do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can read all the books you want. Yeah. You can listen to all the podcasts you want. You can do all these different things. Eventually you just have to do it. You're never gonna feel 100% mm -hmm. prepared. Yeah. I was not 100% prepared to raise $2 million. 
or do an $8 million deal. Sure. I don't know that you can ever feel 100% ready to do that unless no. you have a check sitting in your mm -hmm. hand, may, uh, maybe. Yeah. But even then, yeah, beside the point. Um, it's kind of like getting married. Do you ever feel like 100% ready to do it? <laughs> no, eventually you have to take that, that leap. So, um, yeah, I, th I think that's really applicable to, you know, a lot of people, you know, potentially that are listening right now who are thinking, you know, how do I get past that? You know, what, what was it that actually got you to sure. act? Mm -hmm. What was it eventually that did that for you? You know, um, my career uh, back in LA just was not going in the direction that I wanted it to. Um, and I, I knew that there was something more. There was, uh, you know, a very broad skill set that I learned um, in my uh, time with the city of Los Angeles and with the CrossFit gym. And the um, company that you were building, I mean, we'd been discussing this for months at this point. It's like it became very apparent that this harnessed those skills that I have. And it's something that I would actually be able to have an ownership role in and grow in. Um, I've known you 20 years. I trust you. Um, so it's, it's something where it was like, okay, this is the right time. This is the right place. And I have a set of skills that complement your skill set. Um, and honestly, like when the light bulb finally fired, I think it was after, uh, the Stapley deal in Mesa, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do this. Let yeah. me know. Like when you find the next deal and I'm on the launch pad, I'm ready to go. And what was it? Three weeks later, you're like, Hey, I think I got something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm listening. Like, I let's that. roll. I, I was driving back from the, or actually I've barely gotten in the car cause I couldn't believe they were going to accept my <laughs> offer. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, that was kind of a stroke of luck, but, um, I remember I called you, I was like, Get going. Yeah. We got something. Yeah. Get going. Um, and when I had shared that with you, that I was ready to, you know, make the move, it was just dependent on finding the next deal. I was expecting, based on the timeline it took to find, you know, the first deal, I was right. thinking, okay, probably towards the end of 2021, maybe even into early 2022, I had just kind of like assumed like, okay, it'll be, you know, a while before right. I have to pack my bags and, you know, move on out here. Um, and even though that timeline was condensed significantly, it was what, three, four weeks after the first deal, I was like, awesome, let's do this. Right. Um, I was like, let me, you know, pick a date and, you know, exit off on the calendar. Okay, August 29, we're doing it. Yeah, like, um, yeah it's, it's the law of the first deal that, I yeah. um, can't remember who came up with that, but uh, it seems that in apartment syndication, the second you do the first deal, mm -hmm. The second one comes very sure. quickly, sure. and I, you know, I read that. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Is that really true?" Yeah. You know, that's something that people just write. Yeah. Well, it turned out to be true for me. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you're an operator. You have yeah. a track record to point to. Uh, you're not someone who is just trying to get into this into this space. It's like you're you're doing the damn thing. Right. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, stuck with you from from this weekend? I mean, this isn't a, a new thing, but it's just networking is so very important. You never know like who you're going to meet uh, that is going to uh, do a deal with you or is going to make an introduction for you or have something to offer and vice versa too. It's, right. There are a number of people that were coming up to you to ask about multifamily deals and how they can get involved either as, as an operator or as a limited partner. Um, 
you know, it's the bigger your network is, the more people you can call on, um, you know, to get things done. Right. Um, and we saw some of that at the alumni event too. It's, uh, you know, right. there are people um, that obviously weren't there when we were in school. They graduated after or before us, but it's, you know, these are people that we can introduce ourselves to and, uh, you know, get a meeting with and, you know, see what happens in the future. Definitely. Yeah. And that's, again, where a lot of the value comes in with these mastermind um, groups is the value is in the network. Mm -hmm. Like Ryan was actually talking today about how when, you know, uh, if, if I go to that event, like I'm not going to learn something completely earth shattering. Sure. You know, you're pretty familiar with how things work, but you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. And just in like, you may be the person who is kind of providing value to the event because mm -hmm. of your track record, because of the number of deals you've done. So it's not always about you. Mm -hmm. It's not always about what can I get out of this? Sure. It's about what can I give back to the community mm -hmm. as well? Yeah. And you never know, you know, what comes from that. So, sure. um, you know, the, whatever the field that you want to get into is, um, getting around people who are doing the same thing is extremely, extremely important. Yeah. And I can't say enough good things just about, uh, you know, Ryan's group. And, um, you know, even though I'm not flipping houses, like I continue to get value out of it Absolutely. every single week. Um, mm -hmm. But I do recommend obviously starting where, you know, somebody is, has a group, you know, it could be, you went to an event, um, a meetup, what was it, a yeah, week or it two was, ago? Um, it was right before we went to Vegas. It was a uh, real estate developers group, young developers uh, group here uh, in Phoenix. And it's it's a bunch of uh, people who are, I believe, 40 and younger uh, who are, you know, doing deals here in the Valley. And, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to network with one another. It's an opportunity to network with, um, you know, the local politicians, you know, uh, get things done. On That's your field. That is my field, is, uh, you know, networking, you know, with, with the, the local officials and, and their staff. Uh, I mean, I did it for a decade uh, prior to moving out here. And, um, you know, it, that's more on the development side. Right. We're doing, you know, value add right. uh, multifamily syndication deals. Uh, but just the same, it's, you know, these are good people to know because they know contractors, they know other people in the space who, you know, can work with us at some point. Yeah. Yeah all um all very important and you know who knows maybe we're doing some development here pretty soon because actually speaking of that talk to someone in ryan's group mm -hmm. who basically is a developer sure. architect um you know you never know what, what's going to come from it yeah. so um yeah ha had a lot of fun at that event ryan always does a great job with that um so hope you had a good time this weekend Always. Hope you didn't blow yeah. it out too much at the wedding. You missed all the good stuff. <laughs> but um, no, and we've been discussing lately how I think we're going to try and do pretty soon here weekly podcasts. And yeah. we've been talking about different themes that we might cover. I think we'll cover a little baseball because I think people would find that entertaining. You got to cover baseball. Yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. Thanks again for tuning in to the Christian Bergman Show. And we'll see you next time. Cheers.